This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. I have a show or a topic that we have been waiting to have for a while, and today is the day. Let's welcome Matt back to the show. How you doing, buddy? I am awesome. Super excited for this one, Mike. You and I talk about this a lot offline, so I'm excited to uh, to bring it to everybody. Yeah, if you've been following Matt's playlist, and again, folks, if you don't if you don't follow Matt, you're you're an idiot. You need to go back and watch all of his his videos because he's just telling it how it is. And ninth grade dropout made good. You know, all he's just he's just so authentic. And we really we really hit it back and forth. But this is a topic where we came on down on different sides. Matt yep. has chosen to self-manage all of his stuff. And mm-hmm. I've had a property manager since we owned a, one little house on Norris Drive. So, um, you know, I'll throw it to you first, Matt. Why, why self-manage? Um, so for me, what made sense the most for me was I, I'm a control freak. I wanted that control. Um, you know, and I think the other piece too is, is that I'll be God's honest truth with everybody. I couldn't afford a property manager. I just literally couldn't in, in the numbers and the deals that we were working on, I couldn't afford to squeeze a property manager in. And I was halfway, I, you know, I, I wasn't really good with my hands, but I could figure things out, you yeah. know, and a lot of places, you know, now with YouTube, there is just really no reason, you know, and you, that you shouldn't, in a lot of cases, try and figure it out. That's what I did. I mean, that's not, might be what's for you. I mean, that's where we come down on different sides on this, but I think that for me, I looked at it and said, okay, I can, I can do this plumbing thing, or I can call a plumber that's going to be 115 to show up and then another 115 an hour. And I might spend all day on it, but I don't have the 230 that it might cost me to have him show up. So that's how, you know, that's how I'd gotten into the business and obviously learned that you want more margin in your deals for sure. Just based on that. Yeah. Uh, but for me, it was, it was, I only made X amount of dollars going to work. And so if I could spend my time on Saturdays investing in myself and that famous, fat, famous word, sweat equity, mm-hmm. then that was something that I wanted to at least try and make the effort to do. Yeah. Well, let's also hit this one more point. Your ha- the house that's, or the investment that's farthest yeah. away from your primary residence is how far? Maybe. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we made it very intentional that we would only invest within 30 minutes of our home. Right. That's it. That's yeah. it. And we did move, you know, we did move and we said, this is the plan and this is where we want to invest. And so we want, to, we need to be local. Yeah. And so to your point, that's exactly right. It's the, it's the remote versus, um, you know, up close and personal. Yeah. So a couple of things here, I'll, I want to, I want to address property management because I promise you would have been the same answer for me if it was next door. First yep. and foremost, I chose a market that's two and a half hours away, never lived in, you know, all of those things. So it really, it wasn't really feasible for me to do kind of self-management from that point. Is it possible? Sure. Would yeah, it have been not, easy? Yeah. Not really. No, mm-hmm. hard to double check, you know, all of those things. You know, it a five-hour drive to change a light bulb or something is yeah, know, pass. pass, right? But, but let's have this discussion. Let's assume I had the same requirement, 30 minutes from home. Frankly, I tried that for a year as I wrote in my sure. book, right? I'm like, hey, yeah. I spent every Sunday for 52 weeks trying to find the house. I just never could. Right. Uh, we would have had property management anyway, because for me, uh, it was a it was a question of time. Right? Absolutely. 
that yeah. that that was the trade-off. I was willing to give up again in the beginning. I paid ten percent. Yeah. Right? So a thousand bucks, I was get I was paying a hundred dollars. Yeah. Just to start. So I think. Re- that, yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No. Oh, good. So I, I was going to say. So to, you know, to your to your point, that's exactly right. Is it, it was that ten percent for me? That was my freedom dollars. That was- <laughs> <laughs> to tie back to episode one. Yeah, yeah. That was that was my freedom dollars big time. And so for me, what it really came down to was that's why we did, A, did it local. But B, that's why I talked to 18 to 24-year-olds is do it now while you're single. A lot of people are still single at that age. Mm-hmm. Do it now while you're single, while you have that low time commitment. And quite frankly, a majority of the time that you spend is going to be at work. And then what's your second thing? Yeah. Well, if your second thing is investing in yourself and investing in property, then this is a perfect place to learn the craft, understand it. And with all the things and all the resources that are available on YouTube, absolutely do it. Like it's there. And so that for me, when I had to figure it out the hard way and like literally go and try and find books on how to fix stuff, like that was not good. Like there was stuff on the internet, but there weren't videos like step-by-step how to. And so I just think that for that specific example, for me, it's that further investment in myself. So I think for you, like you were saying, those high, the high demand jobs, I had one of those too, but that's where I spent all my time. But then my freedom time, like the freedom dollars, Mm -hmm. that freedom time I spent doing this and investing in myself and investing in my properties. One quick question about what you were doing when you started out. Both of us had busy jobs, not arguing that, but were were you, did you stay local or were you jumping on airplanes and and flying all over the God? Um, The first couple of years, yes, local, and then went to planes and that made it a little bit more difficult. But then it was still, if I got a message, it was uh, send somebody for the emergency. Yeah. But as you know, there's a pretty short list of like emergency type of stuff, you know? Yeah. And Water, blood, fire. Yeah. <laughs> Very short list. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And up here, frozen pipes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, <laughs> so water is water's an enemy both ways, either yes. when it's flowing or when it's blocked up. Either mm-hmm. way, it's a, an issue. Mm-hmm. But so for the emergency stuff, a lot of times in those emergencies, yeah, absolutely. You didn't have a choice. Right. But in those, hey, this broke or hey, the doors busted or hey, I broke this or hey, I broke a toilet. Okay, well, I just filled up my Saturday afternoon. Right. Now, granted, not enjoyable at all, but my other option was using my freedom dollars to pay for that. Yeah. So this is a great conversation. So again, the other thing that you hit earlier that we'll touch on in before we move on is, is um, the deals we did, right? You were frankly able to get more deals done because you, you, you could peel off that. Again, I'll just use 10%. Yeah. And, and do it right. I re, I would never do a negative cash flow deal. So the deals that I were able to get done were I had to work a lot harder. I guess as I'm saying, right? It wasn't sure. as obvious where they were, um, sure. because again, I I wasn't collecting 1,100. I was really collecting a thousand. Well, and here's a nasty here's a nasty thing that the banks do too is that believe it or not, they still actually would bank into the deal a management fee. Oh, really? Yeah. Even though I didn't have a management fee, they would still actually bake that in. And they'd say, well, yeah, but if this happens, you'll need to have it managed. I was like, yeah, but that hasn't happened. And so that was the progress. That's why, you know, the first two or three deals I did, they were with all different banks. Got it. And then it was, okay, then I did two deals with a bank and then they didn't want to do anymore. Then I did four deals with a bank and then they didn't want to do anymore. And then I went to another bank and now I've got 15 or 16 with them. Yeah. And so they, they, they were willing to grow with me you know, and say, we want to continue to, you know, to see what you're doing and invest in that business. But yeah, to your point is it makes the deal more palatable 
yeah. Um, yeah. for us to do. What throws it off big time for us is property taxes versus property taxes in California. Mm. You know, for a million dollar home or for let's say a five hundred thousand dollar triplex here, you know, your taxes can be thirteen or fourteen thousand dollars over a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, in California that'd be one point two. So that'd be like, well, that'd be off land. I don't know, it'd be about six grand, be about half that. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you're looking at spending an extra 500 bucks a month, just for property tax for it to sit there. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of, that kind of hurts the, that kind of hurts the numbers, but yeah. yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, those are the evaluation questions that we always have to go through and ask ourselves. And yeah, once I started getting on planes and that was then my job. Yeah. Yeah. Like I knew that my weekends, a lot of times were going to be spoken for. And I also moved into, you never lived in any of your investments. No. Never. And I lived in all of my first 12. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah. That's how I, that's how yeah. I was able to build the company because I, they wouldn't give me an investment loan. I could only get in there if I was owner rock. Nice. Again, these are things you got to follow Matt on in, in, in the, cause again, house hacking and all of those things are yep. just a wonderful way for youngsters to get started and, and fully bless that idea. The other yeah. thing to really boil down next is really tenant selection, right? When yes. you self-manage uh, versus have a property manager, tenant selection is vastly different, right? Uh, Huge. Yeah. So why don't you talk about your experience and then I'll talk about mine. So my experience with tenant selection is it really, honestly, it came down to, there was always more need in the market than there was inventory. Yeah. And that was the biggest thing for me when I was selecting a market, when I went onto Craigslist to see what was for rent, or when I went into the paper to read what was available and where was renting, I went where the place where the places where it seemed to have rather low, rather low inventory, Mm -hmm. but a big demand. And so in finding that kind of process and in going through that process, you know, with myself, I found that very often that I had anywhere from 15 to 30 showings for a place. And then I had a pool of people to select from. And it was really based on then for us, we did, we really did paychecks. We did look, we just did paycheck verification, just looked at the paycheck and current paycheck and, you know, based on monthly nut. We actually, believe it or not, and I'm not saying anybody else should do this, we did zero credit checks. Mm, Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I could tell you, again, the beauty of having a property manager from my perspective is I get to, I, as the owner, get to define what I call the box. That's right. What's the criteria? So the beauty for me, again, is I I did that and then I don't have to think about it. Yeah, exactly. And again, it's no discrimination, right? If you check all these boxes, I don't care who you are. And I don't care where the money comes from, cash, section eight. I don't care, right? Your, 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 debt, your, your debt to income is here. Your income to rent is here. Your credit score is here. Ver- job verification, rental reference, whatever the box is. Mm-hmm. And then I just don't care, right? Agreed. Yeah, I think for us, that was kind of the crazy thing is, is that you know people were like, well, who got it? Um, somebody that was more qualified than you. It really comes down to that. Or when you have, you know, when you have 10 people with all the same qualifications, at that point, the only thing that intrudes at that point is what you view, even now with COVID, mm-hmm. what you view as a more safe COVID job. Yep. Yeah. You know? cool. And that's not discrimination. If everybody's checking the box, yep. <laughs> it is, the numbers are what they are. And at that point, you have to make a selection. Yeah. It, what I just want to, yeah. The thing that I can say as an owner that has a property manager is I'm not involved in tenant selection at all. Yep. I will take the first person who checks every box. Yep. Don't care. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. Yep. So next do let's you, talk about, oh, go ahead. Do you, I was going to say, do you find that when you do that through your property manager, do you find that they're stacking showings? So they're having 10 on a Saturday 
or do you find that it's very much appointment based? It kind of gets listed and then it's kind of a slow trickle or a trickle in of, you know, this person, that person. And then you just pick the first one that hits all the boxes. It, it's different houses versus apartments. Sure. Today's sure. market, right? Apartments are um, being scheduled hour intervals today. They're the slower of the two. Houses get rented sight unseen these days. It's crazy. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They yeah, want space, right? It's pretty crazy. So yeah. now let's talk about tenant interaction, right? Yeah. You, you talk to your tenants. Your tenants see you at Walmart. They know who you are. Yep. Right? They see you at a red light. They know who you are. They do. Uh, I, uh, I want none of that. <laughs> Just no thanks. I understand. I understand. I mean, for us, you know, with all due respect to all of our tenants, there's some that have become really good friends. Yeah. You know, and like there's, there's some that, you know, you know, one of them became a nanny, one of them, you know, it just, so it was just kind of a neat relationship type of thing. But yeah, I totally get that side of it because I, you know, I won't lie to you. I've had some gems in the not nice way, <laughs> you know, that were just like torturous. And, you know, our, our reviews, we keep very close track of, you know, we set up a process that when somebody onboards with us, we actually set up a group text between my wife, myself, and all of the tenants. Nice. And that way, everyone in the house knows exactly what's going on with any issue that was raised. Mm. And we also can then just cut and paste that and send it to the plumber, send it to the carpenter, send it to whomever, and say, this issue needs to be addressed. Yeah. And then we let them know it's been sent. We're waiting, awaiting feedback. And so 97%, 96%, of our communication is all through text message and social marketing, social yeah. media. There you go. Well, that's awesome. That'll bring up the last topic. The, the last one is when you use a property manager, you kind of inherit their processes and procedures. Yes. If you kind of do it yourself, you're at least in the beginning, I don't want to say making up on the fly, but starting from a different point. Mm -hmm. You better be watching a guy like me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, just because there's steps and you don't want to miss those steps and it's different for every state, you know, and I think that process helps people be successful, which is, you know, when, when people move out, we go in literally that day and we take our pictures and we let them know, Hey, what, and we ask them questions. Hey, what was the issue with this? Or what was that with that, et cetera. And it opens that kind of dialogue where we go back and forth like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that, you know, at the end of the day, then we have to, within 30 days, have to return their deposit and have to give them a letter stating what we kept of their deposit and why. Yeah. Um, you know, for us, we really pride ourselves as, you know, in the fact that, you know, over 90% of our tenants get all of their security deposit back because we're not looking to nitpick. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time too, that's, you know, we charge higher, higher than, uh, you know, we charge market rent or higher in some cases where we recognize that, we're going to have to take on the burden of doing some of that work at the end that we don't want to charge them for, but they're moving in expecting that. Yeah. That's that pretty sense. cool. Well, I guess the last question for you and I'll answer mine first, there's no chance in hell I ever self-manage. So let's flip the script. Is there any chance, you know, doubling the portfolio retirement that you would ever sign up for a property manager or you're going to yeah. self-manage forever? No, hundred percent. No, hundred percent. We will, we will absolutely 100% get to the point where we likely use a property manager or it will be somebody that we've worked with that we've trained up in our way and approach of business that we will just say, it's time to make you an employee Got it. and just pay that employee and, and just pay that employee to manage those things. That's your thing. Very, very cool. I, again, what, what hope, hopefully you're hearing from Matt and I is there's no right answer to this. True. Um, I, you know, the one thing I would caution you is I don't think I would try to self-manage from four States away. 
Are no, coming? absolutely not. No, 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 no. I mean, proximity, and that's the only reason we chose proximity was because we knew that to make a lot of these deals really work the right way and to give us the longer, the longer term, you know, big win mm-hmm. um, we, where we were creating a lot of margin with that sweat equity was because it, it was proximity based. It was local. Yeah. I would never, let me be very clear. I would never self-manage anything that was outside of travel distance, yeah. and quick travel distance, 30 minutes, an hour. Yeah. And our goal now is everything is less than 30 minutes. I would never try to do anything outside of that. That's why I think your book is phenomenal when it talks about, you know, creating that team mm-hmm. that's critical to success. You have to have that if you're going to be successful. Very, very cool. This is fun. This is exactly what I thought we'd talk about. So congratulations on self-management. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Thanks, Mike.